Welcome to the Avail Podcast, where we dig deep and talk about the art of leadership. My name is Virgil Sierra, and today we're sitting down with Michelle Hubert. Michelle is a principal with Course Garden International, which helps leaders develop world-class culture and get results. She has served on industry boards in her profession for over 15 years, which has given her the opportunity to work with world-class leaders. In this episode, we'll be diving into Michelle's new book, Living with Purpose, and discussing how leaders can build a serve-first culture. So let's go, leaders, and let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Avail Podcast, where we dig down deep into this art that we call leadership. My name is Virgil Sierra, lead pastor of Vertical Church, a.k.a. Iglesia Vertical in South Florida. We are one church, two languages. I'm your host for these weekly podcasts. Every week, a new one comes out with amazing leaders, men, women, leaders of all ages and generations that are impacting this world, their communities. And today we have a great leader. She's an author. She's making an impact. She's been making an impact. We have Michelle Hubert with us, everybody. Michelle, it's good to have you on the Avail podcast. How are you feeling? Oh my gosh, Pastor Virgil. Thank you. I'm feeling honored and blessed (laughs) to be here with you. So I feel fantastic. And I'm just really looking forward to our conversation. Yeah, me too. I think, um, the Lord has gifted you in many ways and the experiences that you've been able to um, to have in your professional career, not to mention in your personal and your family. Like, I think I think there's so much value you're going to add to all of our Avail audience. And uh, before we jump into talking about your newest book, which is Living with Purpose, and, and I'm excited to kind of delve into that, I would love for our Avail audience to just kind of lean in and get to know a little bit more about who is Michelle Hubert. Yeah, so happy to share. I'll I'll kind of start with the professional and then transition to the personal. But Mm -hmm. um, I have literally grown up in the financial security profession. Um, I was with a major multi-line insurance carrier for over 32 years. So I started as an agent with them, and then I was a manager, director. And then my most recent role before I retired was regional vice president. So I was super Mm. blessed um, to kind of grow up with a bunch of people and to work with people that were more like family to me than coworkers and Mm. loved every second of it, Um, still love those people like family. Uh, But I had always known that there would be a next season, a next chapter for me. And I really wanted the opportunity to... um, help organizations build culture and take their businesses to the next level on a more global basis. And Mm -hmm. uh, when I knew it was time to make that decision, um, it was a natural fit for me to partner with somebody that I had known for over 20 years. Um, And that was Troy Korsgaden. And and of course I joined Mm -hmm. Korsgaden International as a principal um, upon my retirement from that financial services organization. And we do consulting with, with carriers Um, We work with um, the carriers themselves. We work with uh, executive leadership. We work with field leadership. We work with producers in the field um, to help them uh, build world-class cultures and and take their uh, results to the next level. We do that through consulting, speaking, training. Um, But that's a little bit more about me professionally. Personally, I've been married for over 30 years. Um, We have two adult boys. 
my oldest son married his high school sweetheart. So she's been part of our lives for a very long time. We're super blessed uh, mm. by her. And they actually have two kiddos. So I have two grandkids. <laughs> my um, granddaughter is around two and a half and my grandson just got here on Easter. So such a blessing for us this year. And they only live 10 minutes from us, which is amazing. I never would have guessed. And uh, wow, my youngest son lives five minutes from them. So we're all like super close geographically to each other. Uh, so we get to spend a lot of time together. And then even my daughter-in-law's parents live a mile from us now. Um, they've moved here within the last year. And so we get to have a lot of great quality family time. And I never would have guessed, you know, that we would have all wound up that close with each other. So it's just amazing. It's amazing. That That is special and un, uncommon because yeah. a lot of times you see people kind of family kind of spreads out in different areas. Um, I, I love kind of how you, you started this off. Uh, Michelle, because you kind of, you said, Hey, that's a little bit about me professionally, but here's a little bit about, about me personally, my family. Yeah. Uh, and there's just something, e even as we're going to, we're going to talk about your book, living with purpose, a framework for igniting your fullest potential. You know, I, I, I find that uh, I've heard from many leaders, you know, who are way beyond, you know, myself and maybe been doing leadership for a long time, but maybe along the journey, they were winning, <laughs> they were winning at work, but they weren't winning at home. And, oh and so I love that you started off that way. Cause I think that's connected to purpose. It's connected to potential. Um, would you agree with that? Absolutely. I would agree with that. And I, I can tell you, you know, if I'm being transparent over the course of my career, um, there were times when things were out of balance. Yeah. And fortunately for me, um, I, I've had some of the most amazing people in my life that, and you mm. know how important it is to have people that will speak life into you. Yep. And I, you know, I had, I get emotional thinking about this. I had a mentor along the way who would ask me how I was. And I would, because he was in our profession, I would kind of give him the professional answer and he would stop me. Yep. And he would be like, no, you know, how are he would, he would challenge me. How are you leading yeah. on the home front? He would ask me that question. Wow. Tell me how you're leading on the home front. And yeah. so it's so true. And, and there were times, you know, when things felt a little out of balance, but I had the most amazing people around me hmm. that would ask me good questions that would get me grounded again, you know, and, and yeah. help me realize that I need to make sure the most important things are the most important things always. Yeah, that's good. That, that, that's great. Um, I want to talk about your, your new book. And, and by the way, quick shout out to Troy Korsgaden. Troy's yeah. awesome. He's been on the Avail podcast before. We love him. Great leader. Um, it's so great to hear that you're connected yeah. to, to Troy and everything that's happening there. Uh, let's talk about your book, Living with, a Pur Living with Purpose, a framework for igniting your fullest potential. Why did you write this book? What's the heart behind it? I'm sure that it, it was a process of it coming to life. Talk to us about it. Yeah. Talk about a process <laughs> and a learning opportunity and a journey. And so I had wanted to write a book for a long time. And actually it was the same mentor that I was talking about earlier who, mm. um, who he knew that that was on my heart and he, he just pushed me over the edge and challenged me and said, you need to stop talking about this and do it, you know? And 
And so, and I, and I was, of course, you know, as any new author who had never written a book before, you know, I was nervous and I didn't know where to start. And, (laughs) but we, um, fortunately I connected with some, some good people that could help me. This was back in 2015, Pastor Virgil. So this Mm -hmm. was, this was a while back. Right. And, um, I spent a year working with a ghostwriter. And she Mm -hmm. would record our conversations and then she would get some words down on paper. And um, we did that for a year. And then I would go back and edit and rewrite. And it was great. It was, she was so helpful and it was amazing. Um, But it it really wasn't what I wanted it to be. And I'll talk in a minute about the heart behind the message. This is just a Mm -hmm. little bit about the journey, but Mm And I had a friend who had a sister who was in publishing and he said, why don't you just send it to my sister? And I sent my manuscript to it, to his sister. And within a few hours, she sent me this email, this detailed email with very candid feedback, which is what I wanted. I didn't, you know, up until that point, people were telling me how great I was and how great it was. And I'm like, how great could it be? Like I'm a first time (laughs) author. Like I, and she sent some critical feedback and I was, I was like, oh my gosh, finally, that's exactly what I mm-hmm. want is someone to challenge me. And so I worked with her for a whole nother year to rewrite it. This, this, the book that you're talking about that's behind me in the picture is the third iteration, mm-hmm. iteration of this book. Okay. This was a very mm-hmm. long journey for me. So here we are today, flash forward uh, with some pretty amazing people for Rivers Media you know, really has been a tremendous partner for me in getting this to the level that I really wanted it to be at, because I'm super, I'm proud of the book. I'm really proud of the workbook because it's very comprehensive, but I'm most proud of the masterclass videos. And maybe we can talk about that just a little bit later. And that was a journey in and of itself, but the heart behind the book is that, you know, it was my experience that most people kind of go through life feeling like they're victims of whatever is coming at them. Hmm. And their life is almost like by default rather than by design. Mm-hmm. And they don't even have a realization that actually they're the ones in control hmm. and that they can design the life that they want to live. And that, you know, we use the word framework in the title. Um, It's just creating a framework for yourself that helps you move towards the life that you want to live. Mm. And it helps you, um, you know, really be the the very best version of yourself, you know, to own who you are authentically Mm -hmm. um, and transparently. Uh, And so, it's really putting out there, you know, if, if the life that you're living today isn't, you know, the life that you want to live, mm-hmm. you can move towards your purpose. You you can make some daily decisions. You can create a framework for yourself that moves you closer to where they, where you want to be. Mm. That's good. Uh, I can't help but think as I was kind of um, scrolling through it a little bit and, and looking at the uh, table of contents, kind of skimming yeah. through some of the chapters, um, you really connect the concept of freedom. Uh, uh, and, and I think it's huge because 
you know, can you have purpose if you, if you're not free, you know, and, and I think there's so many things in this life and in this world and in this culture and society that sometimes bind us down. Um, can you touch without giving away, you know, you know, everything in the book, which is impossible. It sure. looks, this book looks great. Can you talk a little bit about the different types of freedom? Mm. Yeah. So, so I kind of divided it into four <clears throat> categories. So what I would consider personal freedom, which is all about us as a human being, right? Mm-hmm. Um, professional freedom, which is all about, you know, what we bring to our world of work, you know, whatever mm-hmm. that looks like. Um, and then, you know, freedom with our families. So, you know, mm-hmm. what does that look like? And then spiritual freedom. And so mm-hmm. I kind of, I kind of divided it. Well, I did divide it into those four categories. That's what made sense for me in my head. Yeah. And so really, you know, personally creating that framework that allows us to be the most authentic version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. I spent as, you know, I think a lot of people can relate to this. I spent the first half of my career trying to be who I thought other people wanted me to be. Right. And that mm-hmm. not only impacted me professionally, it impacted me personally because mm-hmm. I felt like, you know, I couldn't be as authentic or as transparent as I wanted to be. And that's, that's yep. silly. That's, that's insane, right? Like God designed us all a specific way on purpose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, yep. um, the, the personal chapter is really all about embracing who we are and, mm-hmm. and being able to um, live in that authenticity and that transparency and, and really exploring, like, what are our own personal values? Like, what's important to us? And uh, not being influenced by what other people think or what's important to other people, but really getting into what's important to us personally. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, professionally, same thing, like, what are our professional values? And often there's a lot of alignment, you know, between our personal and professional, there should be, Mm -hmm. hopefully Mm -hmm. there is. Um, But, but professionally, back to our, you know, our previous conversation, you know, a lot of people feel like they're victims of whatever's going on in their professional lives. And they, they spend way too much time you know, worrying about the things that they can't control rather than controlling the things that they can. And, um, you know, we can all be leaders right where we're at. And it it doesn't matter where we're at in any organization and we can be the change that we want to see. And so building a professional framework for ourselves um, is really important. And then with family, the same principles apply, right? Mm -hmm. Are, Are we, you know, show me your calendar, I'll tell you what's important to you. You know, are, are, are the thing, if you're, if you tell me your family is important to you, where are they showing up in your calendar? You know, are you building a framework that reflects that? Um, I have specific things in my calendar with my kids, even my daughter-in-law, um, travel with my husband, travel with my dad, my sister, because those things are, are important to me. And that's part of my framework, uh, from a family perspective. And then spiritually, you know, if we feel depleted, spiritually, it's because we don't have the right daily practices in place. Yeah. And we haven't created a framework for for ourselves that keeps us from feeling depleted. And so for me, you know, it's things like a devotional. Um, Mm -hmm. For me, there, you know, 
it's it's a morning walk in fresh air. You know, it, it things that yep. fill us up, right? It's that time, it's that quiet time for prayer. It's all of those things. And so, you know, the book divided into those four <clears throat> categories for us to all think about, like, you know, our our lives are are made up of daily decisions. And mm-hmm. are those daily decisions leading us to the life that we want to live? Are they bringing purpose to our life? Are they bringing freedom? That's so good. Yeah, that's so good. Uh, you know, as you're talking, talking, I'm thinking of uh, something we say a lot here at Vertical Church. We say free people, free people. Amen. And uh, and so and so the beauty of of this, of living with purpose and truly finding that freedom for myself is that now I can be now I can help others uh, walk in freedom, that's which right. I think is beautiful, because when you're not free, you can't help others. be That's free. right. Uh, and as a leader, this is so important, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, I, you know, I it. it I always say you can make it a job, you can make it a career, you can make it a mission. Mm-hmm. And it became it, it became a mission for me in my professional life to, uh, you know, to bring all of me to the table in my relationships, in my organization, in the culture that I was bringing. And um, for exactly what you just said, Pastor Virgil, free people, mm-hmm. free people. Mm-hmm. And Mm-hmm. You know, I absolutely, you know, I didn't just like the people on my team. I loved the people on my team. I still, you know, <laughs> I still love them today. And part of loving them was, you know, helping them become better human beings every day. Better fathers, better mothers, better leaders, you know, better, better coworkers, better people in their communities. <clears throat> like, and so... I learned that, you know, I, I'm a big believer that ministry doesn't always happen in churches and ministry right. doesn't always happen even <laughs> in church communities, right? Right. Ministry should be happening all day, every day in all of mm-hmm. our interactions. Um, and so, yeah, I it, it just... Writing the book was such a growing experience for me because it helped me kind of sort through mm-hmm. what has created that freedom for me in my life so that I could articulate it for other people and how they could create it for themselves in their life. Are you ready to take your leadership to the next level? Avail is proud to announce that for a limited time, you can get over $273 worth of leadership resources in the Avail Plus box for just $10 in shipping. Inside the Avail Plus box, you'll find leadership books, study guides, magazines, and other content that we know will equip you with everything you need to inspire, motivate, and guide your team to success. Stop putting off your leadership growth on the back burner and start investing in becoming the leader you were made to be. Learn practical strategies, knowledge, and leadership tools curated by some of the industry's leading experts. Take the first step in your leadership growth. Purchase your Avail Plus box today before they're all gone by visiting availbox.com. Yeah, that's so good. You know, you know, one of the things that I, I appreciate about you is uh, the experience that God has allowed you to have mm. professionally. I mean, you've been on all kinds of boards with world-class leaders that are making an impact globally. Uh, something that I, that I know, I know is, is kind of a sweet spot for you, or at least it's something that, that you're, that impassions you. And by the way, I'm with you. It impassions me a lot is 
the aspect of organizational culture. Mm. Can, can you just can you just, just touch a little bit from your experience and your expertise on on how important is culture and what's the fastest or the best way to actually change it, especially if we want to get it in a better direction? Yeah, yeah. So a couple of different things come to mind immediately. First of all, most leaders, not I shouldn't say most, I'll say some leaders have it upside down. They think that when they get in a leadership position, that the people are there to serve them. Mm -hmm. And that's not true. It's the opposite of that. As leaders, we exist to serve our people. Mm. And if we come into our organizations with that heart and that mindset and always asking ourselves, how can I serve today? You know, that's a big part of it. Another big part of it, honestly, people get into leadership positions and ego becomes a problem. And I, I, I think humility and being humble is mm-hmm. those are two key factors to building culture. And, yep. and so, you know, it can be asking questions around what are we doing really well and what are we doing not so well? And really wanting the answer to the question and really listen yeah. to the answer to the question. And, um, you know, the best leaders in the world are open to all feedback. And, you know, we teach people whether to give us feedback or not by the way we respond to it. And if we don't respond well, they'll quit giving it to us. And, That's good. and it's impossible to build the culture that you want to build without the feedback. And so, you know, I, I went into my organization and I still, in the work that I do, you know, I was just with a group in Chicago a couple of days ago and prayed before our time together, Lord, let me be a reflection of your love and your light. That's, that's mm. my constant prayer, not to solve the world's problems, not to have the right tools mm-hmm. and resources, right? Just, I, I know that if I'm a reflection of his love and his life, every, light, everything will take care of itself. And so, um, really just coming in with that heart of service to, to your organization, to the people that you serve. Um, and then I think it's also understanding that we're all broken and none of us are perfect. Mm-hmm. And the standard is not perfection, right? So we allow space for people to fail. And we allow space for people to grow and to learn. And I think that, you know, when you create an environment where, where people aren't afraid to speak up and they aren't afraid to fail and they know that you're going to have their back no matter what, mm-hmm. they will break through to levels that they wouldn't have otherwise. They'll contribute to the organization at levels that they wouldn't have otherwise. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, you know, a lot of building the right culture, a serve first culture, ties mm-hmm. back to posture. Mm-hmm. It ties back to having the right heart. It ties back to checking our egos, being humble, having humility, you know, understanding the value of the people on our teams. <laughs> That's so good. I, I love that you emphasize the serve first culture. I want to, I want to, I want to um, 
without getting too personal, I want to see if you can help me. Because I know you weren't perfect at this, right, in the, on your journey. Neither am I, and we're learning. Can you, <laughs> can you think along your journey, uh, maybe a lesson you learned or an example of maybe when you had the wrong mindset or in your organization and, and kind of how it affected? Because I think sometimes when we talk about maybe our follies, it helps oh. us, um, you know, get even stronger. Listen, Pastor Virgil, there's hundreds of them. <laughs> you, listen, you, you don't learn when things go right. Right. We learn when we make mistakes and when things go wrong. So, of course, all along the way, um, you know, I, I could think of hundreds of them. You know, times when um, change management comes to mind specifically, you know, here's what we're doing and here's how we're doing it. Let, you know, go, you know, the, uh-huh. that, that's not a right, that's not a good strategy for change management, right? We have to be very intentional about helping people understand the why and understanding the emotional journey that they're going to go on with change and helping them through mm-hmm. that. And I didn't understand any of that early in my leadership career. And as a result of that, I created a lot of chaos with my team mm. because I, I, mm. I didn't understand any, of, I understand that now. And so I, I slowed down and I'm intentional and, um, you know, early in my career, I would say that I wasn't nearly as good of a listener as I am now. <laughs> and, and it wasn't because good. I didn't have the heart for it because I always had the heart for it, but I was always, I was always moving too fast. You know, mm. John Maxwell teaches us to move slowly through the crowd, right? Right. Early in, early in my career, I never moved slowly through the crowd. Like I, I never slowed down enough. Um, you know, and even even when things were challenging, whether it came to like even a you know maybe an employee termination, mm-hmm. those kinds of things. Um, early in my career. I would say that, you know, I didn't handle them on a negative, uh, in a negative Mm -hmm. way, but I certainly didn't handle them um, with love. And like today, if something gets off track, you know, I never assume the worst anymore. I know, Mm. I know to resist that natural urge because that's, that's what we do naturally, right? Is assume the worst, is to always assume the best you know, and to ask good questions and to make sure that, you know, I have all the information. And early in my career, I didn't slow down enough to do any of that, you know. And I I think over time, I really learned the power of connection Mm. and, you know, really taking the time to make sure that I understand the person, to make sure that I understand what's happening to make sure that I understand the challenges and the obstacles and the opportunities. And so, yeah, over the course of of my leadership journey, I learned most of what I learned from what went wrong, not what went right. That's a good point right there. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good point. You you know, um, I I would love to hear this. Um, I think there's so many uh, great factors about having you here as a guest. 
uh, Michelle, because obviously your leadership experience, yeah. um, um, especially being being uh, somebody in the marketplace with with values and faith, you know, and and, and love for God, um, being a woman that's in 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 high level leadership level positions, which 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 I talk about a lot because sometimes in ministry you don't even see that as much as you see it in the marketplace, yeah. which I am a proponent of. Let's see some more women who have leadership skills and, and giftings serving God, you know. But but here's a question for you as you think about your career and and you know you've been you've been in significant positions and roles throughout the years can you can you share with us maybe one of the most memorable moments yeah. in your career so far connected to this whole concept of living with purpose right yeah. and 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 you already mentioned um you know purpose goes beyond our professional career, you know, we have our family life and all that, but, but maybe for those leaders leaning in, whether they're leaders in the marketplace, leaders in ministry or in churches, um, what for you, for Michelle Hubert, what can you say, man, this, this is a very memorable moment in my Mm. career, my trajectory, my journey. Um, I think it's always fun to hear a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what you said that caused this to come to mind, but the thing that jumped into my mind and, and into my heart was, I, I, you know, when I first started serving on this industry board, it was like super intimidating to me. Like I, I felt like, honestly, at the, in the beginning, I felt like I didn't deserve to be in the room. These were world-class right. leaders. I didn't feel like I was there yet. Um, but I remember a particular dinner and this actually shaped my leadership journey. I remember a particular dinner with this board and one of the board members, um, a great friend of mine, Frank Scalese was talking about his team and he, um, he gave this great speech Mm. and he ended, um, he, he ended the, the talk and he was talking directly to all of the board members and he shared with us his philosophy around three, four, five. And it, it, it revolves around three words. I love you. Four words. I believe in you. And five words. I am proud of you. And it, it really hit me that whether we're talking about our personal lives or our professional lives, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Most people will go through their lives without ever hearing those words. Wow. Or they'll go through a day or a week or a month or a year or years without ever hearing those words. Mm. And, you know, it, it really connected with me because I realized that if I think those things, but I don't say them, there's no power in them. If, you know, if if I think those things about a team member and I don't say them to them, then, you know, they don't get the benefit of of me thinking it. Right. If I think those things about my kids and I don't say it to them. Come on. Right. And so I, you know, as I interact with people, I'm constantly thinking about, does this person have anybody in their life that (laughs) believes in them? Yeah, it's good. And and so that, it, it made me think about, you know, the people that I serve and pouring into them. And, and, you know, there were mentors 
that, that saw more in me than I saw in myself. And it, when Frank talked about that, it gave me this sense of responsibility to pass that on to other people. Like, who am I putting belief into? Who, who do I see more in than they see in themselves? And am I, and, and am I sharing that with them? Am I encouraging them? Yeah. You know, who am I putting courage into? And so that was, you know, that was a moment that I will never forget that I will never forget. And it's, mm. and it's impacted me and it's impacted other people in my life since then. And it, it will impact me for the rest of my life, because I think that, you know, there's a lot of noise. There's a lot of chaos in this world. Uh, yeah. And, you know, when we love people, when we believe in people, when we let them know that we're proud of them, you know, there's, there's nothing we could do throughout our day. That's more powerful than that. That's so good. You know, a lot of times you wouldn't think of the, of this. I love it. I'm taking it. I'm going to carry this as well. Three, four, five yeah. principle. I, you know, I can't help but think, but the natural thought when you're thinking leadership, organizational leadership, you know, professional leadership, uh, isn't this, but this is so powerful. And I wonder maybe before we share how people can get the book and how they can connect with you, uh, before we do that, um, I wonder if this is connected to, um, the chapter in your book, live your legacy, right? I, I wonder, I wonder if it's connected to, to your heart there. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is. And, you know, I always say legacy isn't what happens when we leave the earth. It's what happens when we leave the room. Come on. What, how do people, you know, how do, how are people feeling when we leave the room and, you know, are they better for having spent five minutes with us? Are they better Mm -hmm. for having spent an hour with us? Are they better, you know, a day, whatever it is. And, and you're so right, Pastor Virgil, and it is connected mm-hmm. to legacy for sure. And I'm incredibly mindful of that. And honestly, this book started out, what it started out for in my heart and what it turned into were two very different things. I, I, am a, I see it now as, you know, I'll have grandchildren or great-grandchildren or great-great-grandchildren that might not ever know me, but they'll know my heart because of yep. this book. And, um, so yeah, it is legacy and it's not just legacy when we're gone. It's, it's here and now, you know, what's the legacy that we're building every minute of every day with the people that we're connecting with. I love it. I love it. So good. Uh, Hey everybody, if you haven't caught it or if you didn't write it down, maybe you were driving when you started listening to this, make sure you write it down. She is the author of this book, Michelle Hubert. The book is living with purpose. Michelle, where can people lean in to, to get to buy the book? I know that the, you mentioned the study guide, you mentioned masterclass videos, where can they find this and connect with you? Yeah, so they can find it at michellehubert.com. So it's <clears throat> M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-H-U-B-E-R-T.com. Love it. So the book is available. You, you, met, you made a reference I, I personally love when a book comes, you know, with a study guide or masterclass videos where it's kind of like a combination. Yeah. Uh, they support and complement each other. Was it fun making those videos? So here, ta- another growing opportunity. <laughs> so the honestly, that it's the, what you get is the second iteration. The first time I went, <laughs> not great, right? Went back to the studio. And I honestly feel like in those videos, it it ties the book and the workbook together. And that's where I feel like my heart really came through. 
is in those masterclass videos. And so it, w- it was a learning and growing process, just like everything is when we do it for the first time. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But I'm super proud of them. And, and I really hope that they bring value to people and that they help them move yeah. towards living their purpose. I'm confident that they will. Um, Hey, everybody, you just heard it. MichelleHubert.com. That's where you can get her book, Living With Purpose. You can even upgrade and go for the masterclass bundle. Make sure you grab that um, and also share it with somebody. Maybe there's somebody in your life leader that you want to share this book with. Maybe your staff team, maybe a friend, maybe a family member. Lean in. Michelle has great content. This book is great. I will mention, uh, as we're on the final stretch here, the Avail Journal is another resource out there, leaders. If you haven't done so yet, you can subscribe and claim your free annual subscription. We're giving you the first year for free, which means you're going to get four of these. In my opinion, one of the best Christian leadership magazines out there, no matter where you're from, how old you are, it's going to help you and add value to your life. Would you agree, Michelle? Having oh my good gosh, resources that magazine, you? I swear. It's a masterclass in leadership. <laughs> it is. We have great articles from a diverse uh, population of leaders and generations. Uh, availjournal.com, everybody. Availjournal.com. Uh, Michelle, this has been a great conversation. I, I, how can we finish this off? What do you want to leave on the hearts of our Avail leaders? I think just leading with love, Always. You know, I think I think that's that's what we need to hold ourselves accountable to is, you know, am I leading with love? Am I a reflection of God's love and his light and everything else will take care of itself? I love it. Great, great. Hashtag drop the mic, Michelle Hubert. Great, great uh, conversation. Um, Michelle, on behalf of the Avail team, Dr. Sam Chan, Martine Van Tilborg, everybody who's behind the scenes here at Avail, we just want to say, we want to say we love you, Mm. we believe in you, and we are proud of you. (laughs) Thank you for that. I felt it. I heard that from an amazing leader that I I know. Awesome. I felt it. We honor you, Michelle. We thank you for spending some time with our Avail leaders. And uh, we hope a lot of people get this book. And I hope you get excited about people leaning in and learning from your life. I love it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Thanks for connecting. As always here at Avail, our heart is to connect you with leaders who are encouraging you and challenging you and helping you grow in your leadership. MichelleHubert.com is where you can get the book Living With purpose on behalf of avail my name is virgil sierra lead pastor of vertical church your host right here on the avail podcast where you get a fresh new episode every week talking about leadership this art this challenging dynamic of leading leading in this culture and society with so many people and so many things to do we hope you've been encouraged and we'll catch you next time right here on the avail podcast Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Avail podcast with our guest, Michelle Hubert. You can find out more about Michelle by going to michellehubert.com. For more leadership resources, check us out at theartofleadership.com. And make sure to claim your free annual subscription of the Avail Journal at availjournal.com. If you'd like to connect to our growing leadership community on Facebook, visit availleadershipconnect.com. As always, I'm your Avail podcast host, Virgil Sierra. Muchas gracias. Thank you for connecting with us to learn the art of leadership here at the Avail podcast.